welcome back to Just Interesting People podcast. My name is Rosie and I'm here with my co-host and husband, as usual, Jeremy. Today is a very special episode. So first of all, thank you so much for joining us. We really hope you enjoy this one. And we're basically going to reflect on the past three and a half years of living in Miami and talking about our experiences, um, the ups and the downs and everything along the way. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I think I'm going to get emotional. Probably. I should have got tissues <laughs> you ready. Tissues, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, today is uh, Tuesday, April 27th. Uh, by the time you're listening, uh, this episode will go out on Wednesday, April 28th. And basically, in at the end of this week, on Friday, April 30th, we are moving out of our apartment on the beach. And we're going to stay for a few days with friends. And on May 6th, on Thursday, we'll be flying away from Miami to go to UK and, and later in France. Um, so yeah, we are pretty much a week away from leaving Miami and we thought that it'd be, yeah, it'd be nice to just uh, share with you our experiences here, uh, what Miami did for us, um, what we learned, what was good, what wasn't good. And yeah, just shared our our journey here in a sense so i think we should start with our expectations before we came because we basically decided we were going to move to miami before we'd ever came here like on vacation or anything and then we came for a week in the summer to kind of in august 2017 yeah so you were working the whole time basically and i was kind of just enjoying my life for a (laughs) week um and also figuring out where we wanted to live what we wanted to do and i kind of thought okay we'll go to miami for a year and we'll see And we'll probably come back in a year because I'm probably going to hate it. (laughs) And then little did I know we'd stay three and a half years. I'm now crying. Like, I'm so sad to leave. But like my initial expectations, I thought it would be like a huge party town, which it is for sure during (laughs) spring break. But I feel like you can avoid that if you want to, which we do mostly. Um, So I thought it'd be like a huge party town. I thought there would be gangs and drugs and guns. Like particularly, I thought I would see guns all the time. Like I just thought I'd be in a, in a restaurant and see a gun and somebody <laughs> walk past me with a gun. I haven't seen one apart from police officers. Have you? Uh, yeah, once. Really? Yeah. <gasps> Tell us the you. story. I don't remember. <laughs> you never remember. It's actually a funny one. It's It was at the Winwood Yard. Um, probably in the first year because the Winwood Yard closed in 2019. And... Is this like open space uh, where you have like food trucks and, and stuff like that? A stage for music and a bar and things. And I went to the toilets, and the toilets was like a uh, like a container, something like that. Like a yeah, just something on the side where you go up the stairs. And fairly small. You just have like two spots and um, yeah, to to pee. You know, and I say, and basically like just above the place where you pee, there was like a like a shelf or you put stuff mm-hmm. where I guess they've done it so you can put your cup <laughs> when you have a drink, you know? And I was having a pee there and a guy came next to me and put his gun on there. <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah, I was like, huh, okay. <laughs> oh, see, I've never seen one. Yeah, that was the only time. I was like, hmm, that's the first. <laughs> Did you think you would see more guns? Um, like before you no, came? No, I didn't have much expectation about that, to be honest. Um, no, my my expectations of, of Miami were what we see in in Europe and in France. You know, is uh, like Miami was South Beach, 
slash Ocean Drive. Mm-hmm. That's all I knew. And Ultra Miami. Like That's all I knew about Miami. Uh, I was expecting to see babes rollerblading in on Ocean Drive. <laughs> <laughs> Which is true. That's Which is true. <laughs> <laughs> and also muscle guys rocking out on Ocean Drive. Which is true. Which is also true. But that's pretty much all you see. Yeah. And then you see like clubs and a party town. Um, yeah, with everything that comes with it. And, and the beach, obviously. Uh, that's kind of all you see from Miami when you just look. You know, if you if you just Instagram Miami, yeah, that's what you're gonna see on the top, like bikini girls, boats, yeah. and stuff like that. So that that was the image I had from Miami. Um, I yeah, little did I know that there is so much more, so <laughs> like many neighborhoods, neighborhoods, and 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 stuff like that that are so different. One of the other things I was expecting which is kind of half true is the whole plastic surgery thing like fake boobs lip injections nose jobs hair extensions high heels which like it's a funny one because i feel like i see a lot of that yeah solo fake boobs <laughs> like i've never like i remember i think i said to somebody like after being here for a month like i've seen more fake boobs in a month than i've seen in my entire life in yeah. europe like fake boobs is a thing here yeah but I'd, but and also, also fake lips and all the rest yeah. of it after i wonder like how specifically is about Miami that, that's the first time for me living in summer all year round so you see a lot <laughs> of bikini like I mean people live in the yeah. swimsuit so y- it's way more obvious also uh and and yeah. and it's more about like showing off like you, you you see it way more than you would in Lancaster you know oh yeah for sure um so yeah in this sense but yeah it's, it's true I mean <laughs> there's yeah. a lot of fake boobs here yeah um, but then it's well I was gonna say it's also like I guess it also depends on the t- like the kind of people that you're friends with. And oh yeah, for sure. Like the communities and the people that you engage with and who you hang around, and if that's important to the people that you're friends with or not. Yeah. <laughs> so. No, yeah, for yeah, sure. that was interesting. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, it was interesting because yeah, you didn't want to come here. I mean, you were not like too happy about it. It was like, let's see. Well, I think because I've never wanted to come to my, like, it's never been, like, on my list of places to go or to live. Like, New York, yeah. I'd have been hype as fuck and be like, let's go there for a year. Oh, my God, that'd be incredible. Mm. Miami, I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't know anything about Miami. Yeah. Like, it's ne- it's never been a place I've wanted to live. So then to decide to move here out of the blue <laughs> and be like, okay, we'll move there for a year. Why not? Like, I just didn't, I didn't know what to expect. I n- it's never really been a big desire of mine to live here. Yeah. So it was weird for sure. Um, but I fell in love yeah. <laughs> pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, and what's interesting also is, so yeah, we came for a week in August 2017 and we moved here actually in December 2017, uh, like a week before Christmas. Uh, so yeah, we didn't know anyone at the beginning. Uh, we spent Christmas and New Year's, like the first time, like enjoying the beach like oh my god win- warm winter yeah. having a barbecue <laughs> for a barbecue. christmas day and stuff yeah. like that i was like whoa um that was a first for us so that was really really fun um and we i, I think that like, we talked about it before like, we've been tourists in miami for like about six months yeah like, real tourists like, every weekend going to visit xyz and and just being like oh my god taking photographs of everything yeah. and trying all the different cool spots for food and yeah. things like that like we we were like we really tourists at the beginning, uh, and also because the at this time we weren't sure how long we could stay. 
because yeah. of some things going on with my job and the visa is tied to the job uh, we didn't know exactly how long we could stay and we actually thought that we would be leaving by fall uh yeah, yeah uh 2019 so also at the beginning we were tourists and and because we didn't know how long we would stay we didn't try that much to meet people and, and make friends i feel at the beginning yeah because i think like we were too busy enjoying it ourselves as well yeah. to be fair but then also because if you don't know how long you're staying you kind of think oh there's not much point in making friends because we'll be gone in three months yeah. or six months so we kind of didn't really make much effort like we did certain things went to yoga and bits and bobs but we weren't particularly like we're not trying too much yeah, yeah we weren't trying too much um and I feel like that changed when we met Jojo, whenever that was. Yeah, that was um, in Let me tell summer, you something. Yeah. Right, about Miami. Do you know how in Europe, when it gets hot and cold, you can kind of think, okay, well, it was about fall, so it must have been September, or it was cold, so it must have been January. It was summer, so like it was sunny and warm, so it must have been July. When you live in somewhere like Miami, <laughs> where it's hot all year round, you have no idea what season or what month it is if you try and look back yeah. on things. No, it was in, it was in summer 2018. Okay. Um, yeah, because we met her at the Wimund Yard again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it might be the same night, <laughs> actually. And we were doing a cleanup slash pub crawl yeah. in Wynwood, uh, picking up trash, going to bars and getting a free drink and some snacks. And yeah, we were doing that with like 15 or 20 people. Uh, Jojo, who was a guest on this podcast, mm-hmm. uh, was one of the attendees and yeah she told us yeah i'm organizing those cool events if you don't know anyone here uh, it's a great event to meet people and like-minded people that are nice and stuff like that and we went to the event a few weeks later um i think <laughs> or maybe later but yeah uh that was that was the change because as soon as we went to this first daybreaker whenever that was exactly uh we met a bunch of really nice people uh and we really enjoyed the event we enjoyed the community and from there we made we started to make the effort to yeah get to know people a little bit more uh, and also going back to the event every month uh, and seeing the same faces every month uh, obviously it was yeah, and we decided to volunteer as well. Yeah, a few months later, yeah. So we started going and enjoyed it so much. And, like, it's so funny because, like, I feel like my first daybreaker, I was, like, at the back, super shy, super mm. nervous to dance or move or be seen by anyone or do anything. And I remember there was Sephora dressed as a fairy. <laughs> there was Corey who was emceeing with glitter all over his face. There was... um Fabio was DJing and there's all the mischief makers all dancing around and partying and getting everyone involved and like just as if we were in a nightclub at two in the morning shit-faced was how everyone was acting but like <laughs> in a really nice way not like no drunk aggressive people it was just like everyone was high on life and I remember just being like so scared and so like oh my god no I can't possibly dance in the middle <laughs> and then now then if you jump forward to the last day break we did last Feb- January February time I was like in the middle, jumping around with everyone, having the best time. And I feel like meeting those people who are like, like happy <laughs> and enjoy life and express themselves and they're not shy, they're not nervous and they're not like conscious of what people might think of them or how they might look. And maybe they probably do think that, but they're not, you know, they still do it anyway. Yeah. Um, they feel safe. Yeah. And just having those people around me is one of the biggest things it's like being for me in Miami is just like, 
express myself more and not be nervous and just to enjoy life more and not worry about like oh I don't know how to dance therefore I'm not gonna dance it's like I'm gonna dance anyway like whereas I could, like when we first went to Daybreaker I just yeah. would not dare would I no yeah so meeting those people has been one of the best best things about Miami so thank you for listening guys <laughs> we love you well and also I mean to just maybe keep going on now uh that was also helpful later to start your YouTube channel, for example. Mm. Um, yeah, if you want to. Well, just so if we talk about all the people that we've met in Miami kind of collectively together, I feel like. So, somebody, one of my friends told me he wants to earn a million dollars in the next whatever, how many years. Now, I was literally gobsmacked. I was like, oh my God, holy shit. <laughs> There's like somebody who wants to be TikTok famous who's got 600,000 followers. Somebody else we met recently has got over 2 million followers on TikTok. Somebody else wants to be on YouTube. Somebody else wants to be a roller skater girl and do like Instagram stuff and like all these different people, like personal trainers and life coaches and whatever. Like, I just feel like so many people that we've met are so inspirational and so just like, just get it. Just, just want to do whatever they're doing and they just do it. And I think it's the first time I've ever really met people like that. I feel like in France and Europe, like France and England and whatever, like I was almost laughed at or like, well, maybe if, I don't even know if I was particularly laughed at, but I felt like I was being laughed at behind my back about things. You're being judged. Yeah, sure. I was being judged <laughs> and, and I let it get to me rather than now if I'm judged, I'm like, well, fuck it, I'll do it anyway because it makes me happy. Whereas back then if I was being judged, I was like, oh my God, I can't possibly do it because it's so embarrassing and all these people, what are they going to think of me and all these kind of things. Whereas being here and seeing people who are like dancing in the street and filming themselves or wearing eccentric clothing or like whatever it is they're doing just doing whatever feels good for them it's just been transformational for me to see that and to be surrounded by that and women women in business as well like women who are aspirational and want to work hard and do well and like do something more than a boring job that they hate and it's it's just been amazing and it's just given me the push I needed for, to do because so I started YouTube um even before we came to Miami and I remember I uploaded a couple of videos and then went back to France and some friends were like laughing at me being like, oh my God, the videos are so shit and boring. Why are you bothering? Or something like that in front of a big group of people. Mm. Well, I've mentioned this before in the podcast, but I remember I just felt so shut down and embarrassed and ashamed and everything. And I was like, okay, I'm never doing that again. That's so bad that people think this of me. And it took me about another year or two to come back to YouTube and do it again, even if they are laughing at me. Like I've wanted to do it for years. I finally have the courage to do it and I got laughed at. So I stopped. And then now having all these friends around me who are doing things like this, like YouTube and TikTok and influencing and all like everything else that they're doing, having these people around me and supporting me and showing me that they can do it and it's not a stupid thing to do as well. Um, so yeah, I've been doing YouTube now for a year, which has been amazing. And I think as well, like with the podcast, like having friends who have their own podcast and being like, well, I mean, yeah, they're special, but they're nothing special compared to us. Like they're still normal people. Why can't we have a podcast? So it's kind of been yeah. for both of us. It's just been so inspiring the people that we've met here. Yeah, that was that was we. Um, like you said, I think the environment is super important, and uh, yeah, in in France, because I mean we've been living in France before, so um, we were in an environment that was not encouraging any. Uh, anything different uh you know um we were just checking the boxes like 
get your job and stay there until you die or you retire, uh, get the appointment, I do all those things um, and don't take any risks and don't follow whatever you want to do and do something normal, you know, normal job and stuff like that. Um, and nothing, nothing else was encouraged. On a global level, global level, I would say, like by the the way French society thinks, but also on our personal level with friends and family and, and the people surrounding us, um, we were just not into this thing. So thinking out of the box in a way was not easy because not encouraged quickly shut down if you do it and and stuff like that so you know when you don't get any support this is hard to follow whatever you want um so yeah having people here uh it doesn't matter what they do it's just doing something different and doing something they really care about they're passionate about and and seeing them succeed um and even if they don't succeed actually just seeing them pursuing the dream no matter what even if people you know think it's weird or stupid or, or whatever it is uh, they're still doing it just because they want to and and they're going for it and they're trying it as well at least and just seeing that was yeah really inspiring and i think that's really something about there is something in the american culture that in any way supports this kind of um uh, yeah just trying things uh i was gonna say that like the american dream is real yeah like i didn't quite understand it before i moved here and now i understand like what that means yeah and, and it doesn't mean it's easy but there are much way more possibilities here uh because yeah like people and again i don't know maybe it's just we were lucky to find the right people and and the, the right environment but um yeah, like you can start a dog photography business and not, and and after a few weeks make money. You know, when in in France you'll be probably just laughed at, <laughs> and and no one will be supporting you in friends and family and everything. When everyone, you know, think it's amazing here, and and you always find people supporting you. So yeah, that the, the environment was really amazing for us to grow especially after what we went through before moving here in, in 2017 um i feel like we, we talked about it during the yoga training or something i remember um it was you know like when people experience trauma they go they have like a ptsd after like post-traumatic stress thing okay. uh, disorder um and i remember someone i can't remember who in the training was also some people experience post-traumatic growth i've heard that before oh. like rather than like yeah post i think it's post-traumatic growth where like they they use this trauma to you know change something in the life and and grow and and become better i don't for lack of a better word than they were before and i feel that yeah despite whatever we went through in 2017 and everything like Miami was the right place for us to grow and to change our life mm. um, and to completely turn it around and, and actually go for whatever we want to. So, you... Yeah, and something interesting as well is when we left, I think a lot of people thought we were running away from our problems. Yeah. Which maybe we were, I don't know. <laughs> 
but it fucking worked because ha- yeah, I, like I, mean, I could sense, not yeah. have I could not have stayed in France any longer and moving here was the best thing that we could have done and I feel like at the time people were kind of looking down on us like you can't run away forever you can't just keep running from your problems and I don't know but then also so in terms of what you were saying I think mindset is huge here like yeah just like like you said I think it is probably just the people that we've met though like I don't think every single American is like no. the people that we've met no really <laughs> and I also right, think not every state is like florida and not every city is like miami i think yeah. where we are and the people we have met has just been like we've just been incredibly lucky because yeah. i think had we not met these people our experience would not have been the same we might not have stayed as long we wouldn't have enjoyed it as much um but the people that they have met it's all about the mindset yeah it's just the level of positivity and encouragement yeah support and gratitude and stuff like that i mean you know france is famous for being on strike and complaining (laughs) and i mean it is true and and yeah i get it like this cliche of the the old continent being europe and and america like always looking forward uh i i feel it I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to generalize it. Yeah, it's probably not the same everywhere. But I I felt it. I, I do feel this difference. Um, and and that's amazing because it's, it's just... You see the world from a way bigger, you know, window or whatever. Um, and there's so much more possibilities out there than we might think. Nice thought <laughs> three years ago, four years ago. Um, so for sure, that's that's something we're going to be taking with us. Uh, it'd be also interesting without the people around us to keep this mindset mm-hmm. with us and to keep uh, trying and, and, and growing and everything. Especially after spending four months in Europe. Yeah, <laughs> with our parents. Uh, we might need help, guys. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's going to be interesting and, and probably challenging because, you know, life gets back to you. Yeah. Uh, so it'd be interesting to make sure we keep this attitude to keep pushing ourselves and everything. Uh, but yeah, that was huge. And sure. while we're still talking about people, I think one of the other big things was moving to Miami and having so many friends from different places. Like, they're not just, <laughs> like, white Americans that... I don't know, do you know what I mean? Like, we've kind of made friends with lots of different people from different places. And I think that's been nice as well, not feeling like such a foreigner because, you know, a lot of people here speak Spanish and it's just normal. Yeah. And, like, not feeling like... Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, Miami's a big melting pot. Yeah, that's what I like about it. Rather than moving to like, yeah, yeah. I don't even know where in the middle of (laughs) whatever. Yeah, I feel like we're just stuck at like a sore thumb. Whereas here, I think we're just blended in with everybody else who's from everywhere else. Yeah, it's much easier to be a foreigner in in Miami than in somewhere in the middle. (laughs) Like you said, whatever. Yeah, for sure, that helps because everyone is kind of a foreigner here in a sense. A majority of people, for sure, at least. Yeah. Um, but yeah, m- to go back to what we were talking at the beginning, like, yeah, Miami was an ease <laughs> so much more than I thought. Um, this way more culture, way more uh, things to see, way more things to do than I thought. Uh, it's not just Miami Beach, it's not just South Beach, you have like 
so many different places uh it is a big city and there's so many things to do for for everyone um can we talk about the food we can talk about the food oh my god the food (laughs) first of all the donuts the salty donut has been our best friend for the past three and a half years shout out salty donut um yeah the food has been incredible hasn't it yeah an amazing surprise like this is cheesiest i was worried about Obviously, as a good friend, she would love this food. Uh, I was worried about moving to the US and eating shit food, you know, fast food and unhealthy food and and stuff like that. Which we do a little bit of. Which, I mean, I haven't been to any Wendy's or all those crap. No, So, no, I mean, our bad food is not as bad as... Our bad food is donuts and burger and shakes. Yeah, which is the (laughs) best burger in Miami. It's not the... Yeah. $1 Wendy or McDonald's yeah. shit. <laughs> um, no, but yeah. and Well, first, like in terms of eating out, because Miami is a big melting pot, because you have this uh, Latin influence, you have so many different things to try, you know, from all the countries in Central and Latin America, South America. Uh, yeah, Venezuelan, Colombian, Peruvian, Brazilian, Argentinian, you name them, all, all the yin. <laughs> um, try them all. Um, some uh, Cuban, you see. Yeah. Uh, some American food with a little twist because it's made by a Latino chef, you know, for example. Um, so, yeah, there's so much good things to try here. So many restaurants. I mean, we haven't tried them all. <laughs> One of my favorite ones is a place called Suviche, and it's Peruvian sushi mixed incredible <laughs> while talking about food got a shout out to carla yeah <laughs> oh my god something else if yeah. you're in miami and you want to eat raw <laughs> vegan food make sure you get the twixes from carla for a start <laughs> maybe even a cake and then also maybe even some like savory normal food <laughs> incredible yeah it, again that, that was just i think luck that we met the right people yeah. uh really into health and everything so we discovered a lot of like vegan restaurants uh, and stuff like that. Something really different than we, we've ever tried. That was also, yeah, really interesting to learn about. And and yeah, I mean, I do miss my baguette, but I will miss something <laughs> in Miami for sure. Uh, there's some food I'm going to be missing for right here. And uh, yeah, this is a lot. <laughs> the Cuban food as well. Going to Little Havana and ordering like a plate of food and it feeds you for three days each. There's something also, I mean, if we talk about food and expectation and, and things I understood, uh, it's also, so that was about eating out. And then there is about cooking, because I, I do like cooking. I cook every day. And I understand why health and food is an issue in America. Because uh, we are fucking privileged. Like, we make a good amount of money so we can buy all the food that we want all the healthy food that we want from the shops that we want uh so i can be picky about getting my organic vegetables i can be picky about getting the meat without antibiotic and bleach and all this shit uh, that was something i was worried about because um i come from like a small town in france where i we grow vegetables we eat meat that you know come from like a small farmer um it's good quality 
And I know here the regulations are different. So if you buy the cheapest chicken wings in the supermarket, you know, they're probably not that great <laughs> and stuff like that. And and same for the vegetables. So I wanted to be careful here and I wanted to buy like decent products. Uh, but man, that cost a fortune. This fucking organic red bell pepper. That cost like three or four dollars. And <laughs> For a fucking bell pepper, when on the other side, for $5, you can have a full meal if you go to Wendy's or Taco Bell or shit like that. Mm. Well, yeah, everyone cannot afford to pay four or five bucks for a red bell pepper. When you have a family of three and you do minimum wage, which is nothing here. Yeah. Um, and you also don't have time to cook because you work three jobs and you have kids and everything. Yeah, you're going to stop by drive through and you're gonna pay 15 bucks to feed your entire family um and it's the opposite to in france we were talking about how like mcdonald's in europe is pretty expensive compared to mcdonald's here yeah and organic and healthy food in europe is pretty cheap compared to organic and healthy food here so it's kind of flipped so it's it's kind of obvious why families with lower incomes of course they're eating it mcdonald's and things to yeah. feed the families that's and then, all they course, can afford i get it and then, then it's obviously unhealthy and it's not good for them but then what else are they supposed to do because they can't afford to buy fresh vegetables and do it all that way yeah. so it's yeah it's interesting so i mean yeah for, for us it was great but i i do realize that we have a massive privilege and i i really understand why obesity and and food is such a big issue in the u.s because um it's not as healthy food and, and decent product, even without going to like super fancy things. It's not as accessible for everyone as it is in, in France because of the whole social uh, situation here, because the minimum wage is just ridiculous, because people have to work around many hours and, and yeah, just the whole the whole system mm. uh, makes it really hard for a ton of people, especially minorities, to have access to decent services and food and, and stuff like that. And we had an amazing time if Miami, in Miami because we had the money to enjoy Miami. Yeah, for sure. Uh, without the paycheck <laughs> that we had, Miami would have been a different experience for me. Yeah. And I mean, not that we actually do crazy things because we do a lot of things for free, actually, mm. uh, in terms of uh, we don't, I don't know, visit a museum or do like pay activities very often. Um, but yeah, whatever you want to go, wherever you, I mean, eating out costs a fucking fortune here. Mm-hmm. Especially drinks, American. Yeah. Explain that. And starters. Like, like, yeah, like a main course is like 20 bucks and a drink is 15. And a starter is 18. And yeah, <laughs> and an orange juice is nine, you know, or... And then you have to tip extra because yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> drinking in the US is expensive. <laughs> that was something I'll Tip my mind. tax as well was a funny thing always been added onto things. They'd be like, oh, it's only $20 and yeah. then add the tax on. You kind of forget that. Yeah, the, yeah it took a I'm while. I'm used to, to it now. Took a while to figure out. I think it's going to be weird going back to Europe and being like, oh, so it's 20 so that's going to be 20 What you see is what you pay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you hear what you see is not what you pay. No. You need to add another 20% <laughs> at least between everything. So, yeah, that was... The pain <laughs> i just For remember sure. before i forget something else that we found really confusing i guess at the beginning was all the cars beeping 
Oh my god. Do you remember that? <laughs> I still I so, still don't get it. <laughs> for anyone who's whatever, like basically in Europe yeah. when you lock your car, it just locks silently. For some reason in America you lock your car and it goes beep 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 beep. Yeah, by default. Goes, ha, ha. <laughs> and then so you're in a car park and you'll hear like ha ha beep beep ha, ha. like all these different beeps around the, and you're like, why is everyone honking their horn for no reason? <laughs> and it took us months to realise oh, yeah. it was people locking their cars. Turn it off. <laughs> yeah, why is that a thing? There's no reason. I don't know. That. Yeah, that was That was a funny one. One of the stupid things, yeah, that was so funny. We had to be like, who's honking? Yeah. Who's honking? Who's I keep honking? like looking back like why every time I walk in the street people honk at me? Like yeah. people are for girls usually, not me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, that's a weird one. Yeah. For sure. Um What else about Miami? I mean I don't have many bad things to say about it, to be honest, um, about the city itself. We, I think everything we experienced because of the people we met and because of our situation made Miami a paradise. Incredible, yeah. Um, we didn't see the bad side of it. Mm. Also, like, we didn't even go out much in clubs or anything. So is there some shit going on around there, like violence or whatever? Like, we didn't see it because we just didn't really go at that. Yeah. So we, yeah, we we really have a, we had an amazing positive experience, pretty much like everything we did um, here. So yeah, I don't have much bad things to say. It's probably far from the perfect city, but we just don't see it. <laughs> to be honest. I'm gonna have a first world problem kind of moment here. Why the fuck is the AC set oh. to zero degrees C <laughs> in shopping centers? food shops restaurants it's like if you're going out for the day you have to decide okay if i'm going to be mostly indoors i'm going to wear trousers or pants if you're american or jeans and a jumper sweater if you're american and then if you're going outside you're going to wear a bikini and a dress in the least clothes possible because it goes from being super hot to being super cold depending (laughs) on where you're going isn't that true oh yeah the, the if you go to Aventura Mall inside for a couple of hours, you're freezing. gonna be cold. You can't <laughs> yeah. wear shorts and a t-shirt. Well, even if you're going a bus or <laughs> in taxi, you're gonna be freezing <laughs> to death. Work as well. right? And if you have sunglasses, when you step out, you have like the fog. Fog on your glass on your glasses because of the temperature difference. Yeah, I don't get that. Like you used to, Jamie used to cycle to work, so he'd get to work boiling, go inside and have to put a sweater on because yeah. it was cold. Yeah, and because I was sweaty and wet, I yeah. was getting ill from it so that's my first world problem about miami is the <laughs> yeah, ac a, but apart from that's that, a stupid one well no but yeah but yeah. apart from that no but yeah that's a do you have any favorite yeah. moments i know that's a really hard oh, question God. um i mean every single sunrise i've seen on a beach in the morning oh, <laughs> in a sense like i mean then. yeah um but i mean that was my favorite part of the day uh, and I don't, I don't know how many hundreds of times i've done it but clearly that's something that i'm gonna remember um getting the paddleboard it's not i don't know yeah. it's not one moment but all the trip we had on the paddleboard was amazing i'm so glad we bought that thank you marina for getting us the <laughs> rosie's crying <laughs> <laughs> thank you for recommending the iRocker paddleboard shout out <laughs> free ads because uh, yeah we spent so many hours on this paddle uh, like just exploring the city and and looking at manatees and dolphins and going to the hall of a sandbar 
and having was... fun in this crazy place with big yacht partying <laughs> and seeing people and girls half naked twerking everywhere. During spring break. <laughs> but we'd also like take it out on the water and sit in this certain place for sunset on the water. We'd have like a side, I'd have a side of drink, we'd have a beer, we'd have some chips and hummus and just sit there with the sunset and dolphins going past yeah. us. It was just magical. Yeah. It sounds fake, it doesn't sound fake. <laughs> yeah. It I promise it happened. Um, so yeah, I know it's not a specific moment, but that's clearly like something that I loved. Um, I mean, all the Daybreakers were say daybreak pretty, pretty amazing. Because uh, Daybreaker was our way in to meet a lot of people here. Uh, so that created a lot of friendships and, and stuff like that. Yeah, I can't think of one <laughs> moment. I mean, it's 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 a whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What about you? Same. Daybreaker is huge. Um, uh, something as well is my photography and how much I grew with that. Right. Like when I arrived here, I was like, I want to be a photographer. So I'd kind of done it a little bit in France. I was like, okay, Jeremy's earned enough money to pay the bills, so anything I do is just extra, so I can actually just be a photographer and spend time on that. So going from, like, doing free shoots for anyone who would want it, like birthdays, weddings, bachelorette parties, babies, families, proposals, everything. Like, I just did everything for a whole year. Um, I remember one weekend, I got paid, I'm going to say it, I got paid, did I get paid, like, two and a half grand? Or was it three and a half grand? Three and a half, yeah. For a weekend to photograph a bachelorette party, and it was like all day Saturday, Sunday, and a little bit of Friday and one or evening, something. yeah, 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 one evening and, and two afternoons. But to know. go from like working in Subway and working in shitty jobs in France to then coming to America and being a photographer and being paid two and a half or three and a half grand, whatever it was, for a weekend. That was like a real pinch me moment. Like I was <laughs> shitting myself, and I was like, "How the fuck has this happened? Why did they just say yes to that? Like it was insane." <laughs> And then to have built my dog photography business kind of out of nowhere and now I'm teaching other people how to be dog photographers. Like it's just insane how that's happened. But that's been so huge for me in terms of confidence, in terms of learning about photography, in terms of like starting businesses and running them and pricing and now helping other people. That's been huge for me. And like having the space and the opportunity to do that and not have to worry about money and not have to worry about working nine to five and then doing that on the weekends and struggling and things. So I feel super privileged I was able to do that and... Yeah, that was a big one. Yeah, and thanks to everything you just said, thanks to some people that we met, like Abraham, yeah. who taught you like a lot to create this program to help other people. Um, seeing friends like Jason and Jeremy uh, having podcasts inspired us to have this podcast and also Alvi was the kick in the butt to yeah. actually get it started um seeing all those people uh doing things that they want um is also one of the reasons that well we decided to start a new chapter and 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 do something else and do our own and try to do our own things later uh so yeah like the, everything that we've learned here in terms of skills and and opportunities and everything now we're gonna take it with us yeah to keep living this dream <laughs> hopefully for as long as we can uh dogs 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 
<laughs> just dogs. Dogs. That's also a big thing from Miami. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> like we started dog boarding in February 2019, and that's how I started the dog photography because I photographed the first couple that we that we looked after. I photographed them, and the people loved them. So it started my dog photography. It also started us having like income pretty regularly from looking after dogs. And Jeremy's love affair with all the dot like <laughs> all his different dog girlfriends he's got now. Oh, hey. <laughs> no, but yeah, like, Alice, you love Alice. I mean, I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I've always loved dogs, but like, I don't know. One day I was here and and I've heard about this application somehow called Rover, where you could be paid to look after dogs. It's like yeah. I'll do it for free. Like I would do it for free anyway. And because we had an apartment without a concierge and a valet and everything, so people could just come in and, and dogs were allowed in here and everything, I was like, I'm going to sign up for it. Mm. I mean, I didn't think it was going to work. I, did, I yeah. didn't have any expectations. Well, I'm going to have a profile. We do it. If we have a dog once in a while, it'll be fun and we get paid. And, and so like this money is going to go in holiday. It'll be fun money. We had dogs like 75% of the time. <laughs> We were booked like three weeks out of four every yeah. month. It was ridiculous. It was nonstop. I have no idea how many dogs we looked after. Like a lot. I can't even say like 20, 30, 40. I don't know. Yeah. Um, that was so much fun. I mean, can't say I loved all of them equally. <laughs> <laughs> um, some came for a day. Some came for a week. And then we have some. We had some coming for like a month, two months, three months. We had Caesar for like pretty much an entire summer yeah uh we had alice for like two or three months uh before covid uh we had linux coming like once or twice a week for like two months uh you start to get attached to them oh yeah i mean when you keep seeing them like it's like i don't want you to let you go (laughs) yeah uh but yeah it's interesting how yeah i mean that was just super fun for a start uh we met a lot of cool people yeah it helped you start your business, which helped meet this amazing dog community in Miami and meet other people as well. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, clearly like little did I know that signing up for this <laughs> rover application would make us a pretty good decent amount of money. Yeah. Uh, we would have so much fun with dogs and you would create a business from it and we met so many people. I like, have no idea. <laughs> that was, but yeah, dogs, come on. Yeah, that, that's the thing in Miami that one of my other highlights is the travel that we did. And it's also mm. one of my regrets because I feel like when, before we moved here, I was like, okay, I want to go to Utah and New York and this place and you want to go to New Orleans. And there's a lot of places we wanted to go that we didn't get around to going to. But then also, well, that money we've saved from not doing that, we're saving for the next step for like our travel. So it, like, it kind of outweighs itself, like it's fine. But that's one thing I wish we'd done more of is traveling to different states. But then equally, I love the fact that we went to the Keys a couple of times. We went to Cuba and we went to Puerto Rico. Like they were, and obviously up to Ocala and things. So And Panama. And Panama. Yeah, travel was great here because you're so close to different places. Um, I feel that we could have made, we could have seen more of the States for sure because we didn't see any other States apart from Florida. Yeah. But I'm happy also at the same time with what we did do. Like Cuba was incredible. Puerto Rico was like all of it was incredible. So yeah. that was also a big thing. Was like travel here was amazing as well. Yeah, we we had we 
cool moments here. Um, yeah, after it was a choice. Yeah. Um, I don't regret it, personally. Um, Just as long as we come back and do a road trip at some point. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, like, <laughs> you can't have it all. Uh, yeah. Clearly, like, making that much money in Miami was an amazing opportunity to save money as well for whatever is going to come. And because we had this idea pretty soon about after Miami potentially going traveling, yeah. uh, it was a choice of, I mean, we're not going to make that much money for a while again uh, if we keep some we can go traveling after Miami whenever it is and and potentially take a break for anything so yeah that's and also for a long time you know we can do like a year in Thailand versus yeah. two months in the states <laughs> so yeah that's just priority and choice but I mean I don't everywhere we've been was amazing pretty much uh for sure Cuba Puerto Rico was phenomenal just amazing yeah. i would love to go back um the keys is just i mean stunning uh i love i really love the trip we had in uh, uh florida springs mm. uh in central florida i think that was stunning three or four days wasn't yeah it? that was like really a, a pretty unique landscape and and things um uh, the everglades as well uh yeah. it's pretty beautiful so no i'm i'm i'm, I'm glad that we I, I at least saw pretty much everything there's to see here. Yeah, um, that, right? I, I'm like I'm sad to leave Miami, but I'm also okay with it in the sense that I literally have no regret. Oh my! I own. went to Ultra Miami. Yeah. Luckily, because after I stopped yeah. with COVID and everything, I went at the right time. Like that was in my fucking bucket list. <laughs> I did it. I'm good with that. Um. I enjoyed every single woman here. Like my other regret, though, is not making my brothers come before COVID hit. Yeah, but that's not you. In what you can control. Yeah, but like, that's, how that's incredible would that have been to bring them here and show them around and go for drinks and show them windward walls and? Well, yeah, but it's not like you didn't make them and... come. You just didn't want to come. <laughs> so. Whatever. I wish I'd been like, you should come. Like you're coming. Well, yeah, but <laughs> you can force people. So I know, but that's one. It's... That's one thing yeah. I wish we could have done is to show them around while over here. But yeah, well, that's that's on them and yeah. everyone else who was supposed to come later. I know all I of mean... our friends were like, "We'll come next year. We'll come next year." And then the pandemic hit and no one came. <laughs> yeah, and now we're leaving. So, so no mind. shout out to the one who came. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that many. All so. four of you. <laughs> um, yeah, that's you can't control that, so you can't regret it. It's not wow. up to you. <laughs> yeah. Um. What else about Miami? Uh, gratitude training. Gratitude training. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's probably that. worth mentioning. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know where to start. <laughs> no. How the fuck did I end up doing this thing? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's crazy how much I changed in Miami. Uh. Like we came here, it, I mean, gratitude was like the 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 end of the transformation in the a sense. Icing like, on the cake. <laughs> yeah, like well, hell of icing though. <laughs> I mean, um, the cake was the icing. It was the strawberries. It was the cake. I feel sprinkles. everything else was just the yeah the base. But like moving to Miami and and not being in a great place and everything like like. I started like meditating, yoga, uh, 
we we started like taking more time for ourselves and and learning about self development and and stuff like that reading books and listening to podcasts and um yeah just trying to change a little bit as a person and mindset and everything and and eventually that led to doing this training gratitude training in september 2019 when you have one year disappearing of your life with covid yeah. really hard um and yeah i went there because it was free for a free weekend part one and ended up doing the whole process uh <laughs> and i mean I've learned a ton about myself, which was the whole point of this training. Um, it's, it's called gratitude training, but it's, it's more like a self-development mindset training to overcome your self-limiting belief and, and potential yeah blocks that you have going on in, in your mind um, because of things that happen in your life. So that was amazing to... I, I felt it came at the right time also because we had a good group of people that like we like I could start seeing the the possibilities and that was like a knocking through a door <laughs> and, and well being thrown through a door yeah. <laughs> more than kicking it myself. Um but yeah that was helpful to just really like see the whole picture and the whole the full potential. And and also we met so many great people. I mean, most of our friends come from Daybreaker or Gratitude. What we, yeah, before we talk about the friends, what were your biggest lessons and biggest takeaways? Uh, if you want to share. Yeah, well, I mean, on a more like personal, really personal level, the main thing was about uh, like it is okay to have emotions and stuff like that. Like that was really my personal uh, lesson that probably I needed to learn. <laughs> Yeah. going there and 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 i learned and yeah being more um like in touch and in phase and okay with feelings whatever it is um and also expressing them or letting them come out uh that was the main things on the more like really personal side also that everyone is going or went through some shit and being way less judgmental about you know the way people act or why people are making some choices in their life or you know I, you, you never know like one of the best thing was reading this book uh, the four agreements about like don't have any expectation uh don't take anything personally um yeah and this whole like don't judge people that that was really interesting. I really kind of changed the way I I see people and, and interact with people. Uh what else? Um Well and also the like another part of the training was also like they kind of destroy you and then you bring you back to life. <laughs> they break you down, <laughs> make you cry a lot, and then they you, you they build you up again. And yeah, building you up again is uh it, it's seeing that a lot of things that you you believe are not possible in your life uh, or just stories in your head. Like, you know, I can't become a dog photographer. I can't become a YouTuber. I can't become a, whatever I'm going to be doing later, a podcaster. Mm -hmm. I can't do this because of my parents, because of it's not a real job. Because, like, those are just stories. I should try. Like, it is, you can try. 
you might not succeed, but you can try. But it's a lot of block of belief that we have in our brain because of the way we were educated and because of the way we grew up in the society and parenting and the environment. And but it's not the truth. It's not a fact. It's it's up to us at the end. And we can say like fuck off all that and and go for it. So that was really interesting to really see and be aware of all those yeah, limitation, belief, block, whatever you want to call them. Uh and also the, the everything we carry from childhood or trauma or stuff like that that later how it's impacting lives and how you can overcome all those things and and yeah that was really really big and and i think it was helpful in letting go of a lot of like living a normal life and stuff like that uh i think that's also helping to like what we're going to be doing next whatever it is <laughs> um yeah and and like i said before like also yeah we we met amazing people through this training yeah. Now we have a lot of friends now in Miami thanks to this training, a few people. So that was also a really, really, really good takeaway from it. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny for me whilst you were going through that because, like, I was just sat at home and then you'd come back three days later or however long it was, like a really different person. Yeah. And I'd just be like, who is this? Like, I have no <laughs> idea what's going on. It'd take you, like, a week or two to get back to some version of Jeremy. <laughs> but I remember the one of them, we went to Cuba straight afterwards and you'd had you'd shaved your beard for part of the process thing, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so you'd shaved your beard and you came back and you were just speaking differently and acting differently. And I was just like, I don't know who this is. <laughs> this is so weird. And then, but then after like a week or two, you kind of get back into you, but like just a different version of you. Yeah. So that was really cool to see like the process of how you changed so much and then kind of, not that you came back, but you kind of, settle down yeah, a little find bit the balance, yeah yeah but yeah the people have been incredible yeah um no yeah think about what you should do theory what else what else um any bad moments i mean the miscarriage wasn't yeah there was a couple but some <laughs> miami related i wasn't yeah, i was like well but yeah that, like the, the miscarriages that we had after it's, it's not because of miami Oh, no, funny. but like, so I had a miscarriage in Cuba, which was not fun because we're on holiday in Cuba. Not the best place to Jersey's have a miscarriage birthday. in Cuba. Yeah, no, nothing around <laughs> to help. And then also the mis- the, the missed miscarriage that I had during a pandemic, where like I was scared to touch anything and I was scared to go to the doctors and like a family wasn't around and it was and you can't be together. Scary I and I you could not be get in there for the scans and yeah, that was not yeah. fun. Yeah, that was yeah. Life. Not Miami related. Though. No, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I mean Miami related, not much. Okay, what will you after in the last three years? Yeah, that's the shittiest moment that we had. Yeah, but I can't complain. I mean, apart from now, we had a really good time here. We've been spared. <laughs> What's things that you're gonna miss and things that you won't miss about Miami? I mean, I'm gonna miss people. Yeah. And I'm gonna miss the beach. Mm-hmm. Like, we've been extremely lucky to live on the beach since we moved here. Yeah. Like, nonstop. And the further we've been was, like, three blocks away. 
So we were walking distance from the beach for three and a half. Uh, I'm going to miss that for sure. I mean, my morning or evening walk on the beach, that, that's priceless. <laughs> that's, that's worth the rent. <laughs> um, yeah, the people and that. I think that's honestly going to be my thing after. It's hard to explain. I I told you that I think I think when we moved pretty quickly, like I felt like even before we met anyone, stuff like that, I felt like a weird connection to this place. Mm. I felt like I belong here. Yeah. After a few weeks, I felt like. I belong in this player. This is my shit. Like this is my city. I, I this is where I'm supposed to live. It's just the vibe, the whatever you want to call it, is just perfect for me. Um and yeah, so I'm gonna miss that. I'm gonna miss the whatever makes Miami special. I don't know what it is, but Which is interesting as well, because we've lived in different places. It's not like we've just lived in one place and then moved here. Yeah. Like we've lived in a few different places. And I was just saying, like, like I said, I didn't really, I wasn't really sure about moving here. And then as soon as we got here, I was like, holy shit, it's incredible. Like, I just love it here. Like, I felt like, you know, in, in movies when it's like, like a witch spell cast on you or whatever. <laughs> and you're like, bam, you're going to be in love with that. And you don't know why. Here we are. That's it. Like, <laughs> Miami spelled a cast on me and, and. Cast a spell. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that. And yeah, I'm caught up into it. I don't know why, but he's there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Winwood as well. I think yeah. Winwood is one of our, like, it's our little, if you want a little day trip, we'll go to Winwood, get some donuts, and have a walk around and yeah. see all the artwork. It's like our little thing to do, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, after, like, I'm not attached to a lot of things, so um, it's not like the, I don't know, yeah, the neighborhood or whatever, because, like, you can find things everywhere. It's more like, for me, like, everything that I know I won't be able to get, I think, in those places. Like, the the people, the the communities, the this positive energy that we've been surrounded by for three years now. Uh, that's something, for sure, that I'm going to be missing a lot. Um, yeah, and then, in terms of physical things, it's going to be the beach, clearly, for me. <laughs> like, living by the beach is best shit ever <laughs> like, this is for me not wearing shoes for three years <laughs> literally I have to remind Jeremy when we go to Publix the supermarket I have to be like Jeremy put on shoes we're going to the supermarket he's like oh yeah might yeah. need to wear shoes and I'm like yeah you might yeah uh, yeah what about you same people mostly um, yeah the people year round yeah. summer I mean yeah it gets, yeah. It gets hot in autumn august for sure it gets hot um but i'm gonna miss it just being summer all year um again the vibe and also our little day trips like i'm gonna miss like going on the paddleboard and like taking our drinks and going up to the sandbar and our little day trips in winwood and like yeah. being a tourist on like one day a month or something and doing little cute touristy things and then having the normal life and like the freedom to do the photography without you know, pressures of finances and things. Um, I guess the next question is, when are we coming back? No, that's <laughs> the million dollar question. I wish I had an answer for that. Um, I mean, who knows? Uh, I mean, coming back and coming back. But 
It's funny, like, it's funny because, like, we're obviously definitely going to come back. I feel like what's amazing now is because we've got so many good friends here, we know that we could come back for two weeks and stay with different friends, you know, a few days here, a few days there. Like, see all our daybreaker friends and yoga friends and dog friends and everyone else <laughs> and kind of have a really awesome two weeks here, couldn't we? Like, I think this is yeah. now going to be our, like, even if we don't come back to live here, I think this is going to be our, like, once a year vacation Family spot. vacation. Yeah, family <laughs> vacation to see all our family again. Yeah. Um... But yeah, in terms of moving, I don't know because like, so we we have no idea. We're gonna go traveling, and we'll see for a year <laughs> or two or not, however long it lasts, and then we'll see what we're doing. And we just have no idea. Yeah, after like this, there's a lot of things that we can't control to come back here in terms of visa and legal stuff. So, like, no way to make it happen, but it's not that easy. Um, so I guess we'll have to make choice. And uh, but again, I mean. Right now, I would love to. Like, I, I don't, I don't, I know I don't want to live in France. I know I don't want to live in England. Yeah. Uh, so I would like to come back here. I also know that when we moved here, we didn't know we were gonna be that much in love with Miami. Mm. So we're gonna see a lot of new countries in the next twelve to eighteen months. Who knows? <laughs> Might be in love with some other place. Um, and yeah, I mean, we have a plan. Uh, we talked about it in a previous episode uh, we're going to try to spend the next 12 to 18 months we're going we're to be using this time to we're going to be unemployed uh, we're going to be building our own things, working on personal projects a few of them um, and hopefully by the end of our trip um, we will have systems, things in place to generate enough money so we can we don't need uh, maybe we want but we won't need to get another normal job mm. i would say um maybe we will because maybe we'll i'll miss it maybe having a team and everything but it won't be a necessity it will be a desire at least so it's different and but yeah i don't know i the lifestyle that we had here was just outstanding i mean having the freedom because of working from home even before covid and uh, stuff like that was just such an amazing opportunity and yeah you say that that was actually a big thing as well for me was like when i was working in france i was working in subway and i was working in a lavender shop and doing all these kind of things and obviously jeremy was working his office job so we'd see each other for like, you know, a couple of hours in the evenings where it's like cooking and then, okay, just sit down and watch TV and relax. And um, and then obviously weekends where you're seeing friends and family and things like this. And then I feel like since being here and Jeremy's been working, well, actually, then when we had the abortion thing and Jeremy was working from home for a bit and then he went back to work, I remember I was just so lonely at home all day on my own. Mm. I was so, so lonely and I hated it. And then when we moved to Miami, it was the same sort of situation where you were going to work. And then I was just kind of left on my own and it's not like I was left, it's not like I was bored or anything, like I was still doing things. I was doing all these free photo shoots and trying to build that up and exploring Miami and having fun and things. But then once you started working from home, that's when I realized how much I love having you at home all the time Mm. and how much, don't make me cry looking at me like that. (laughs) (laughs) And how nice it's been that like for the past three years, pretty much, you've worked from home. So we spend literally all of our time together and it's pretty perfect i mean yeah we bicker sometimes but otherwise i wouldn't have it any other way and i can't imagine you now going back to an office 
and like not seeing you for the whole day, every day. Mm. You're like, yeah, no, not the same. No. <laughs> <laughs> not really. <laughs> no, I do. I I do like working from home. I know some people after COVID like miss it. I want to go back to the office to see people and everything. I don't like I'm I don't think I'll be able to go back to an office. And uh, even though like even though you're working like you're sat at your office working, but I love the fact that I can be sat editing photographs and look over and you're sat there and I'm not just on my own. And I know it sounds proper cheesy. Yeah. You know, some people are saying, you cute. I know, we are, we are cute, but it's true. Like, I'm not saying it just to be cute. Like, it's true. Like, I love the fact that you're yeah, home yeah. all the time. No, it's nice. And like, I can't imagine you ever going back to yeah. an office and me just... No, being... yeah, me neither. I mean, I don't want to. And also, so why we want to, um, well try to become independent in a sense financially dependent so maybe it will be a desire but at least it won't be a necessity so we have the option not to if we don't want to so yeah yeah and i also think that after covid though a lot of people are going to be working from home because they know they can now yeah it's way more acceptable yeah Yeah. i think if i even if i want to get a job again uh it'll be a remote job yeah which the plenty now it's way more normal so it'll be way easier to do that um but yeah, I mean, we'll see. Uh, we'll you you'll be following our adventures about that, and see what we do, where we end up. Um, so just to wrap it up, uh, we are leaving Miami on May sixth. We are flying back to UK to Manchester to spend probably a couple of months with Rosie's family, and then after that we'll go to France for probably another couple of months and see my family and some friends and hopefully by fall september october time whenever we can <laughs> uh we will go traveling to southeast asia we don't know where yet because the way too many restrictions right now you know with india being hit by this second third wave um so it's still hard to pick a place but we know we want to be in this region uh, so we will go where we can go. We are fully vaccinated now, so it should be okay eventually by fall. And yeah, we're going to be working for at least one year and maybe a little bit more, uh, well, visiting and working on projects. So Rosie is going to be working on her YouTube channel, on her program to teach people how to become dog photographers. And also she wants to go back into blogging. You could say that normally. Into blogging and stuff like that. And also, I mean, doing photography work in general anyway. She won't stop that. And I'm going to be, you're going to see way more content from the podcast on social media and stuff like that. I'm going to have time to create content now. Hopefully we're going to have different kind of episodes with people we meet on the road along the way. Uh, We're not sure how that's going to work out. But... I've got the equipment to record anywhere I am now. I don't need internet or anything anymore. So uh, that's the plan. And I'm also working with two friends on a yoga platform where you can uh, yeah, take classes and like a on-demand class uh, where you can well, take classes whenever you want. Yoga, fitness, Yeah, yoga, fitness, meditation. Uh, it's called Wireflow TV. So yeah, it's a monthly subscription where you can just sign up and take as many classes as you want. So I'm also going to be working on that. And also I'll keep doing drone photography. That's something that came out of Miami as well. Yeah. Drone photography. Uh, we got a drone, got into that. And yeah, I'm enjoying it. So I'll keep doing that as well. Um, 
yeah, we'll miss Miami for sure. Yeah. It's gonna be uh it's gonna be sad to leave, clearly. Uh, it's gonna be tears, but it's a funny it's one life. as well because like <laughs> you haven't seen your family for two years. Yeah. And I saw my parents and my grandma last December, so over a year ago, but it was only for two weeks because my grandma was ill, so it wasn't really like quality time together. So it's kind of been two years since we saw our families properly. Well, even I mean, I mean even properly, then, yeah. because we could like <laughs> yeah. stay for a week here and a week. The last there. time for me I saw my family properly was when I broke my foot. Yeah. Because like, we spent like a few months, but yeah, so that's thing like. We'll be sad, but also we'll be okay because we are looking forward and excited to see people. So I I think I cannot wait to see my family and friends. I just cannot wait. So even though I'm sad to leave Miami, I'm like, I can't sleep at night sometimes because I'm so excited about going home. But then at the same time, I know I'm going to be crying when I leave. So it's a weird like mix of emotions. I think the the real the, the real sadness will come in summer when we will be sick of living with our parents for that many weeks. I mean, I'd be, oh my god! Like, yeah. just take me back there. Yeah, uh, that's probably gonna like on a rainy summer day in England. You know, it's like miserable, grey for like two weeks. Be like, fuck, why we did that? <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's a choice, and we have plans, and and also it's not because like we we're not living to go back to a terrible life or anything. Like we, it's. A new chapter that's starting uh, a super exciting one scary one that is going to be filled with adventure and fun and excitement so yeah it's it's sad but you know it's life and there's going to be just something else coming along and we're also not leaving because the visa's up i think some people think that is the case and actually we've got a five-year visa so we could stay here another two years yeah if Jeremy kept his job, which he doesn't want to do. Yeah. So it's not like a visa thing. Like we can't No, we're not being kicked out. It's a choice. Yeah, it is a choice. And I yeah. think that's important to say because I think it's interesting because even though we chose it, we're still sad, but we're still excited. And it's still all of these emotions, even though it's a choice that we're making. And I think that's something that does happen in life is, you know, you can decide things and yeah. you can still be sad about it. Yeah. Um, we'll see. So, yeah, that's our experience from Miami. Yeah. Uh, if people want to follow you around, Rosie, with everything you do. Um, YouTube is just Rosie Andre. You should be able to find me. Um, Instagram, Rosie Andre underscore com for my kind of personal stuff. Don't share the 25 Instagram account that you have. I'm just going to share <laughs> one or two more. Rosie Andre underscore art is my... So, it's basically like an, a technique that I started when I was... At university like 11 years ago editing photographs to make them look all cool and artsy whatever so i've been doing that again and i'm really enjoying it so that's rosie andre underscore art i've got a photography one i posted one photograph i'm not gonna tell you that one um just interesting people the dog one the dog one is portraits of poochies um my website is rosieandre.com <laughs> not that i've posted there for six months <laughs> but sometimes i post on there i want to get back into blogging yeah. i really enjoy youtube that. and instagram are the main ones and yeah yeah Jeremy will leave it all linked. What yeah, about you, Jeremy? How can we find you? Just Instagram, I think. Uh, Jeremy Andre underscore FR. That's all I have, really. Yeah. And the podcast at Just Interesting People or JustInterestingPeople.com everywhere. Yeah, it's the beginning of a new chapter. We are excited. New things are going to be coming. Stay tuned. You'll see. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you enjoy this podcast uh it would mean the world if you could if you have an iphone or any apple product um 
open Apple Podcast and leave us a five-star rating and a review. Uh, that would be super amazing. It's super helpful to grow the podcast and, and reach more people. You can only leave review on Apple Podcast. That's why I'm <laughs> just talking about that on other platform. You can just uh, follow us. I mean, that's amazing already. There's no review system or anything. Uh, yeah, that's really helpful. And share it with friends, you know, just spread the word. Uh, we have plans. We're going to have a lot of fun episodes coming. So yeah, stay tuned for that. And yeah, I think that's it. That's it. Thank you for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. We'll see you next Wednesday with a brand new episode. As always, have a wonderful day. We Bye. love you. Bye.